How's it going, everybody? This is Chef Dominic Valenzuela, owner, operator, Dia de los Tacos. And this is the first episode of Let's Taco About It with Chef Dom, the podcast that aims to break down walls between the consumers and the passionate, hardworking people that aim to please them. Uh, today, I'm here with uh, Mark Quinones, good friend of mine, uh, great chef, and very excited to have him and ask him some questions. He's uh, chef of the Hotel Andalus. Um, yeah, Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks for having me here. Um, you know, the first episode. So, big honor to be here with you, somebody who I respect and a big fan of yours and what you're doing here. So, uh, again, thanks for having me here today. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, oh man, I appreciate you, man. What was your question? Uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where you're from, kind of uh, give us a little background of, of who you so, are. So, I'm, I'm 37 years old. Okay. Um, I was born in the Bronx in New York City. Right. Um, I moved out here when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And when I was 18, I went back to New York, right. where I started working um, in, in real kitchens. Okay. When, when I was in high school, um, anyone knows me could tell you, I, I worked at KFC, I worked at Taco Bell. Right. My first job was here at Wendy's and University. Oh, wow. Um, man. That's why I, I see a lot of your posts, and you're always frying yeah. up that, that bird still, man. You're yeah, still man. doing the fried chicken. So. You know, so, I mean, when we want to talk about, you know, the bottom or very humble beginnings, I'm you know, I, I true. That's all I've ever done is work in kitchens. Right. Um, did you do any sports and stuff in high school? Yeah, I, did play, I played football. Yeah. Oh, nice, man. Mm-hmm. What uh, what position? I was tailback. Tailback. Oh, yeah. Sick, so, yeah the, the short short yardage, or um, you know, either dude no, dives into I, the end zone. When... I was pretty. I was pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was pretty good when I was a freshman. Um, I played varsity. Okay. Um, all throughout. So. Uh, yeah. I was I was pretty solid. When I was always growing up in New York playing football in the streets. Okay. So when I got out here and you know playing tackle with pads on, it was kind of easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, man. Played, I, playing tackle out in the streets in New York, yeah, it's no, no joke, you know. And the snow and the mm-hmm. ice, absolutely. Oh, heck yeah, man. Um, so I went back to New York City um, after high school, and I worked for a temp agency called Flick. Okay. And uh, I would wake up in the Bronx at around 4.30 in the morning. It would take me about an hour and a half to get down to Manhattan. Right. Um, so I'd get down there, and the agency that I was <laughs> It was on 41st and Pershing Square. Okay. So I'd go in there, and they'd give you a piece of paper, and it would say, all right, Mark, you're going to go report to Chef Dom right. at Dia de los Tacos on San Mateo or whatever. So like, I'd have to like get the subway map, figure out how to get to your spot, wow. show up, say, hey, I got this slip from the agency, and you'd be like, all right, I need dishes. Go catch yourself on dishes or whatever. Yeah. And I would do that. And I did that literally all over New York City, um, all the boroughs. Wow. Um, Jersey, one time they sent me to Connecticut on the path train, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of how I began to really learn about you know uh, real kitchens and, and how to be how to be tough, right? You know, and how to handle certain situations um, a- as they come at you. So what what was your your inspiration to actually like getting into food? It's all I've ever known, to be yeah. honest with you. Okay. You know, uh, being raised by my mom, uh, um, we always you know we were you know. Times are humble, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so we always had two things: we had music and we had we had food. Right. Um, and we always got by. Right. You know. Um, again, you know, with, with, with good music and, and delicious food, and uh, watching my mom prepare food all the time, and how she was always um, developing marinades mm-hmm. and 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 you know uh, using vinegars and herbs and different spices right. and putting them together to to rub into the chicken right. or the, the turkey wings or whatever she was doing. Yeah. Um, I, I just always saw her like just really getting her elbow into it um, and giving it such a flavor profile right. that you can smell it. Yeah. Whether I'm coming home from school or I'm playing football in the streets, 
Like I always smoked. I knew when it was time to eat. Was, everyone knew my mom put it down. Oh yeah. I mean, so if that's it. Yeah. You know, I, I was eight. You know, and she would let me make my own turkey wings. That's like my favorite thing to eat growing up was turkey wings. Okay. We'd go and get the package of wings, and they're big. You know yeah. Oh yeah, wings yeah, are. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, um, I'd make the adobo marinade. You know, uh, uh-huh. which is in its base form, it's just a uh, it's a mixture of uh, garlic, salt, pepper. Oregano, olive oil, and vinegar. Okay, now that's a that's a base for just like any kind of adobo. Or adobo means that, what is Puerto Rican style. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we, there's Filipino adobo. There's Puerto, the different style. That there's a, the Mexican adobo, but right. how, how we do it, or we call it more of a another word for it is a molido mm-hmm. or a mojo, right? right? If you go to Cuba, so it just right. depends on where you're at. Okay, um, but it's, it's just a basic marinade with those elements. I won't give you the the ratios, right? Um, <laughs> but that, <laughs> but that's just the base of it, right? Yeah. Um, and to this day, to this very day, I mean, anybody will tell you in my kitchens, um, that's a big part of what we do. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of, uh, and I won't even put it on the menu. You right. know, it, it'll just, it'll say whatever it is, and I, I, I put three or four components. Uh-huh. You know, I, I write that. Um, but it's those flavors, those, those rubs, those spices, um, there's notes on pretty much all of my sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. No, that's awesome. that you said about the inspiration. Yeah, that's like your final signature. You know? that's, that's where it that's comes it, from. That's like that. It's that love. It's that love. It's yeah. what you know or whatever. And it's. Uh, I just know I'm going to have a chance every time because um the food it tastes really good. Yeah, and it comes from an honest place in my heart. Absolutely. You know. Um, anyway, I, I can go on about no, that's all no time. man. Just, no, I can see you, man. Put the, you, you, you put the quarter in yeah, me, yeah, man, yeah. and I can just talk about those flavors no, forever. That, that's exactly why I wanted to have you. <laughs> I know you just take the mic and you just go off running with it, man. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, I think you're absolutely right, man. Just uh, just having that that good kind of set base of flavors. I have my own, you know, personal one too, you know. And uh, my 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 history, my grandfather was uh, Creole from Alabama, oh, you know, and nice. his mother actually taught my grandmother how to cook. Wow. She's my inspiration. So we have a lot of uh, Creole recipes in there yeah. too, you know, which is very close to like Puerto Rico and and those islands, you know, that mm-hmm. Latin American uh, kind of cluster over there. And uh, yeah, so there there are some definite similar similarities there, but yeah, there always has the base, the trinity: exactly. onion, bell pepper, celery. You know, and what's awesome, what's special about that is that you know I think as we grow and we evolve as chefs, yeah, you know we educate ourselves and, and we go to the Johnson and Wells and look at the Cordon Blues, right? You know, and we learn those classic techniques, and then we have who we are, how we were trained, right? And then we you know we learn more about what's happening in in, in Asia yeah. or Eastern Europe. South America, and we say, "Oh wow, you know, I can take something like curry, and I can add it to, I, I can mix it with some fresh oregano, right. just a little bit of vinegar. Wait, now it needs brown sugar. Oh, yeah. maybe some honey, or maybe a little squeeze of orange juice. Exactly. You know, that's how that whole creative process begins. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and I think a lot of people they they look at they'll look at my food and, you know, oh, it's just a pretty plate, you know. Uh, Eat it, like try it, like I promise you, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna win you yeah, over, yeah. like, um, and that's that, that's that dotted line that you take from the soul of a chef mm-hmm. into what you know. Really, nowadays in society, it's, you know, you gotta have good looking food to even have a chance. Absolutely, 100%. because I mean, you know, people eat with their eyes first, yeah. and you know, food is in now more than ever. Yeah, and and it's so um, accessible. Right. Right. I mean, from podcasts to Food Network mm-hmm. to 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 Bravo right. to Fox. You know, there's just food everywhere, and everybody has an opinion. There's nothing more subjective than food, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I always tell people, you like mustard, I like ketchup. Who's right and who's wrong? Yeah. You know, it's truly subjective. Exactly. Yeah, one of the things I loved doing uh, when I was at the sushi bar was actually just focusing on the customer that was in front of me. Mm-hmm. 
and not like like you, you know, uh, I said it earlier, you're the chef of uh, Hotel Andalus. You know, you've got a lot of different mouths to feed, you know, you've got a lot of different people to please. When I was at the sushi bar, I just really enjoyed just focusing on that person who was across from me, finding out their dietary restrictions, what they liked and what they didn't like. Maybe they like spicy, maybe they like sweet, maybe they like this type of fish and this. I was able to make something custom for them. Just that one personal moment between me and me and them, you know, which was really beautiful. And the fact that you're able to do that yeah. and, and even think that way speaks to to your training yeah. and where you come from. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to feel that confidence and you know what, I got you. Yeah. What do you like? Where do you come from? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, then, I, you know, I'm going to hit you with, with this. Yeah. You know, I think that's commendable because... Um, again, it speaks to your level of education and, and just your, you know, your, your mental encyclopedia of ingredients right. and how to grab. Oh wow, you know, you're from you're from uh, the Ukraine. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm gonna mix it with some of this, and uh-huh. you know, I think that's when um, being a chef becomes really fun. Right. You know, yeah. when you really feel confident in what you know, um, and you can pull from those countries or regions. Right. And then you know. Bridge them together for something special for somebody, right? Right. That's where, where uh, you know, you seem like a very confident guy. Like, where did your where did your confidence come from, or when did it hit you? You know, like that that you felt like you know you you got this. I've always felt that way. Yeah. You know, my mom put that up to me. You know, um, I, I I grew up you know uh, in Hunts Point in the South Bronx. You mm-hmm. know, it's 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 things have changed now in New York. You know, it's so gentrified and whatnot. It's another conversation. Um, but growing up there, you know, in the 80s, early 90s, um, it's, you got to kind of be organically tough regardless. Right, right. If not, you're going to have a hard time just kind of like, you know, making it up and down the street. And that's right. just was the reality. So, but again, like everybody always talked about my mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. You can smell it. Again, I'm not making this up. Man. We'd be out. We'd be out. As a matter of fact, I, I, I came in contact with one of my old cousins who I have, I still haven't seen him in person in like almost 30 years. Right. And now he's a professor at a big university back east. He's coming out here to do a, a documentary at UNM. And we're going to be doing something similar to this, but on video form. I mean, the first thing he said was, man, I miss your mom's cooking. Yeah. And, like, I was like, what? that's that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like, I, I, I grew up with that. Just good. I knew that her food was, was the shit. Yeah. Right? It was off the chain. Excuse right. my language. But that's what it was. Yeah. And everyone respected her for her food. And I learned that. Right. So, I, again, I know that I'm going to always have a chance to win or be in that conversation um, as one of the winners just because of what's in my soul. Right. Um, so it isn't necessarily confidence. It's just um, it's just something that's in my DNA. Yeah. You know, so it isn't like a cocky, like, confidence. It's more so like I just, I believe. I have a lot of faith awesome. um, in where I come from and how I was developed right. mentally, physically, spiritually, um, from a food standpoint, because yeah. food can be spiritual, it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be all that. Right. You know, um, so again, I'm just convinced that I'm going to have a chance every time. Right. This industry in, in particular, like, I mean, it's very heavy on, on the physical labor. Yeah. You know, and then the mental labor too, especially like, I can only imagine what you go through running that size of uh, establishment with, uh, how many crew members do you have? Uh, 37. Yeah, 37 crew members. That's, that's 37 people that you got to like... Know, take care of it. Make sure that they're getting the money. Then take care of the personality. Like you know, kind of make sure that your your fish bowl, if you will, like kind of all gets along. You know, kind of the the uh, ecosystem going on there. That they all get to uh, can work together. Yep. You know, and and just not have any kind of major issues. You know, and then can not only do that but get the job done. You know, yep. that, that you need done. 
um, so then you can focus on other things. So, um, yeah, a lot of people don't uh, understand how many hands actually, like, touch their, uh, yeah. like, go into, like, making it happen, making it seem so effortless, you know, and there's just a lot of planning that goes on. I'm sure, like, you know, how many, like, you probably, like, plan out menus days ahead or whatever, plan out how this day's going to go. Like, you, you see it in your head already. When I, for example, it. when I roll out my spring menu uh-huh. this month, when I roll it out, I, I already have notes written down right. about the first menu we're doing for the summer mm-hmm. in mid-July. Right, yeah. That's already now, you know, uh, not done, but that that process, that idea is already, you know, penciled on paper in my pad in my right. office. Um, so I, I try to be like, what I say, half a menu out in advance. Absolutely. You know, where if I roll you out, then, you know, you're already halfway ready to go for, you know, the subsequent menu rollout. Absolutely. You mentioned my team. I'm, I'm happy you did because um, anybody who I ever talked to, you know, I always make it a point because this is very important because mm-hmm. it's just the fact, Absolutely. right? Um, to acknowledge, I mean, they really are the true nuts and bolts. And I know it sounds cliche mm-hmm. or the right thing to say, and I'm not even here to, to bullshit you, man. That, Like, the real talk is that they're the true heroes. Right. And I can tell you why. Um, you know, the large core of, of my team, we've been together now for like nine years. Yeah. Since when I was at Sandia up on the ninth floor. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left there after almost five years to go to Santa Fe, I took that leap from Chef de Cuisine to Executive Chef of a, of a four-diamond property. You know, I had some key players go with me. And there's just no way in hell, Dom, that I'm sitting here today or I have any excess in Santa Fe without, you know, Chef Bernacchi, right. you know, Najmi, um, Mark Anthony, you know, uh, Berto. I mean, there, there, there's many others, Peter, mm-hmm. um, that to this day, they're with me right. at, at the Andalus. Um, and we have such a, um, a dialed in format at this point um, where I'll email Chef Bernacchi the menu. Mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, great, this is, this is, I'm done. This is the menu. And literally, all I have to do is, let's say I send out an invite, an outlook for the tasting. Because I, I do it in, in stages. I'll do okay. a tasting for, my, for my, my, my kitchen crew a week before I do it for the wait staff. Right. That way, they know what's going on before we even int- you know, roll it out to anybody else. Right. So I'll, I'll say, great, Wednesday the 4th at 2 o'clock. Right. I'll get there at 1.45. I'll walk in the kitchen. And he already has all the components by dish mm-hmm. on a sheet pan with the label of what the dish is and every component yeah. and what he may think I'm going to want to be able to tweak things. Yeah. I, so I got this chef for you, plus I have two different sauces you might want to work with. Here's some different herb options for you for this dish. Mm-hmm. And then the second dish. Right. Every single dish. Wow. You see what I'm So I literally got to go, get the pans, cook it, plate it up one time. It's over. Yeah. And then what I do, the process is the following week, they roll it out to the wait staff. Yeah. And I'll talk about it in theory. Right. Um, but that's how dialed in we are. Yeah. You know, and that's a testament to their, their dedication, their loyalty. Uh, sometimes I joke when I go into work, I'm like, I, I can't believe you came back for more. Yeah. You know, because I can be so intense. Yeah. And I can be very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it comes from a place of true care. Absolutely. And I, I think that anybody who's gotten the chance to really know me, yeah. they know that. Uh-huh. And, they, and, and they know that because they're stuck with me. Um, you know, I, I always say not everyone's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Some don't make it. Some have gone. Some have come back and gone and come back again. Right. Um, but it's, they're just so dedicated. Yeah. Um, and I'm thankful because I, I don't know many chefs I can say 
You know, my executive sous chef, we've, we've been like this for nine, almost ten years. Right. You know, it, it's unheard of. Right. Um, and I'm just so thankful. Absolutely. I'm so thankful to them. Um, that's why I'm sitting here talking to you. Oh, man. You know, and yeah, I, I'm not even stressing about. Yeah. You know, I got, I got an email about a pop up banquet for tonight. I look at the email before I can read the first email. There's Bernanke going, got it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm blessed that way. That's um, awesome. that's great. So I want to put that out there because it, it's it's real and it's genuine. Right. No, 100 percent, man. That's um, that's beautiful. One of the things that I always tell um, you know my team or whatever is you know we're gonna go through a lot of ups and downs, you know, but just understand, just keep showing up. We gotta just stay the course and just be consistent. Just keep showing up. And there's something more that you're going to learn every day. Yeah. Like, I can't teach you everything in a day. You know, you got these, mm-hmm. these young culinary kids. They want to come out and they just show me something. Show mm-hmm. me the cool things to do, you know, especially when it comes to learning sushi. It just doesn't work that way. You know, you got to just put in your time. And it's really just a gradual climb up, you know, and just Amen, learning dude. You know, every I, day. I always tell the young kids that come into my kitchen mm-hmm. and they want to learn. I'm like, learn how to endure. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Like, learn how to yeah. endure. Like, sh- like, learn your station. I want to see your written down. I want to see your notepad. You know, I want to see everything that you have, you know, and talk to me in like nine months. Right. About, don't, I mean, don't, and, and again, it's not about like, I don't want to nurture you or, or, or teach you or coach you. Is the right way to do it. It's to make sure that you know what you're doing better than anybody. Yeah, yeah. Day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Learn how to endure. Right. And, and, and then we'll talk about the next station. And then we'll talk about how banquets work. Right. And then maybe, maybe you can do a lunch special. Right. And then perhaps maybe... You know, I'll take you to an event with me. Right. You know, but I'm very, um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not difficult. I'm just, I just know how hard this really is. Well, you know, like, you, I'm sure, like, in the beginning, you're, you're probably like me and, like, you know, you're, you're the nice guy or whatever. But then yeah. you realize how many people you have to sift through in order to find mm-hmm. that, that one gem, you know, like, yeah. like the team that you have now. I'm sure mm-hmm. that you have to sift through a lot of people mm-hmm. and just a lot of headaches, a lot of stress. And so you just, like, fed up with it. So it's like, like, the way I tell people now is, like, it's not for you. It's not for you. We'll shake hands. You go the other way. You know what I'm saying? But this is how it needs to be done. And it's it's always, and kind of like Reverend talked about it, yeah, but like running. And, you know, they say focus on the mile that you're in. Uh-huh. Right? If you're going to run 26.2 miles, you don't worry about mile 20. You still got to, you know, if you're a mile three, worry about mile three. Yeah. You know, breathe through that. Same thing with cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you know, if I got you on hot apps, you know, and you've been doing it for three months, you might feel you understand it. You might feel you know it, but I know that you don't really know it the way you should yet. Right. You know, it's called the test of time. Absolutely. You know, show me that, that you're in this for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and again, I, I know I, I always say do as I do, then as I say. Yeah. You know, um, I will never ask anybody to do something that I that I will not do or have not done yeah. um, in, in a way worse scenario. Yeah. You know, is, so yeah, this is why this is why I got you for the podcast, man. Because I know you're like my brother from another mother, man. Like we speak the same language, and, and you're just right there on point with everything I do. And that's why I'm, you know, over here at David Little because I do it all by myself right now. You know, I am the yeah. <laughs> I am the one man team. You know, but uh, again, like I I wouldn't ask anybody to do anything if I wouldn't do it myself. Mm-hmm. So right now we're in the beginning stages, you know, and so I'm doing everything. But now I know how to teach somebody else how to do that, you know, which is very important as you, um, you know. Every restaurant, every, you know, they're all different. They're all different environments, you know, um, and you have different tools at your disposal, you know. So um, you got to really know that first before you can show somebody else how to do it and how to do it properly. Absolutely. Know and be most efficient. In doing Absolutely. It, you, know? you know, one of the things when I was, this is back when I was working up at Bien Sure, uh-huh. San Diego, and, and you can knock that crew every single day I was on the pass, and almost like I was manic about it. Right. 
I had to control every single final play. Um, I would get very angry, and it was just, it, it was beating me down. And it took years to, like, get out of that and be able to, like, work in Chef Bernanke and allow him to kind of, like, you know, sign off on things, to get things out, and, and let things go. Yeah. Um, that took a long time. You know, and now, you know, I'm really vested in, you, you met my sous chef, Billy, mm-hmm. right? So he's the sous chef. He reports to Chef Steve, who's Chef Bernanke. Yeah. Um, but I actually personally, you'll see me, you see me, him and I together, way more than you see me and Bernanke together. Yeah, yeah. Me and Bernanke don't even got to talk. We just yeah, know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's almost like we, we can speak mentally without even saying anything out of our mouth. Absolutely. Um, so my uh, goal now is to get Chef Billy, you know, to the executive chef level. Right. You know, so now I've learned to say, hey, chef, guess what? It's your life tonight. Yeah. You know, oh, you're in the weeds? Well, you know, here's a couple of tips how to get out of it, you know, but you got it. Mm-hmm. You know, run this line tonight. You know, run that team tonight. Right. Um, have fun, you know, and um, I, I've learned how to really let go of, of what I fought so hard to hang on to. Yeah. Um, and I've learned that I feel more free as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more creative. Yeah. We're executing. And I have enough guys with, with enough tenure that it's, it's, it's the food's pretty consistent. Right. You know, we're not perfect. You know, um, I, I, I have this saying at the restaurant, hey, guys. Y'all ain't that good. We, yeah. we ain't that good yet. Yeah. You know, we haven't accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's, it's, I have this, it's all on the line approach every right. day. Yeah. Um, and they're bought in. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the beautiful things about New Mexico. What brought me back too is like just the humbleness about it. Like, you know, I was out there in California and it's, it's very showy, you know, people mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I can do this, I can do that or whatever. But, you know, Albuquerque is like one of those places where, you know, you gotta, you gotta put up. Yeah. It's so funny you mention that. You know, I, I do a lot of consulting work out in California. Uh-huh. Um, I, out of respect for what I do out here, I'm not going to say where. Yeah. But, you know, people know I go out there every month. Yeah. And uh, I, I I deal with teams. I have a team out there. And I tell them. I always say, I'm like, man, my Albuquerque boys will whoop y'all's ass. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> seriously, y'all think y'all in Cali and yeah. you got skill. I go, y'all. <laughs> and I tell them, you yeah. know, and I'm like, it's a lot of talk. Right. You know, and again, you know, it's um, I, I think you're right. You know, there's a lot of showmanship going mm-hmm. on, um, flashiness going on. Um, but if you're like us and, and, and you've really been through it, you know, I can figure it out in about, I don't know, 10 seconds. Exactly. You know, I yeah. just know by looking at you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can uh-huh. tell how you hold that spoon, yeah. um, how you how you grab that pan, right. you know, or don't grab the pan. Right. I already know, yeah. you know, so it's always like you know, I, I look for, for, you know, let's let's peel some layers back. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Let's open that book a little bit. Right, right. You know, yeah, and yeah. I'll tell you. So you always invite, like, when you hire on a new uh, new applicant or whatever, do you bring them in for a stage? You know? Sometimes we do. Yeah. Um, again, now um, I'm really all about, you know, I'll tell Chef Bernanke and Chef Billy, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Right. A stage, you know? a stage by the way, is um, kind of a, a trial for not only the employee but the, the future employee or whatever to kind of see if they if they exactly. like it and, and just kind of see how they work, you know, right. is what I see, you know. Um, you know, I would bring in stages and just like you said, just right off the bat, you can kind of tell if they're going to fit in your kitchen or not. You know, and I, I'd be honest with people you know, after after being the nice guy for so long that you're just like, you know, what, I can just see the way that you're moving. That you're not going to catch on to this yeah. that quick, you know, and I, I need somebody just a little quicker. You know? so, it's really about transparency, you know, um, yeah. and I've learned to be very brutally honest up front. You know? yeah. So like I'll paint the worst case scenario uh-huh. for an applicant. I say, hey, like you, you're going to work this one station. For at least, that's my rule, for at least nine months, mm-hmm. 
you know, um, unless something happens, an act of God or something like that, or somebody's right. really sick, I said, this is what you're going to be doing. I, I said, you know, you're not going to be involved in creating specials or you're going to be doing this one thing. Show me you can do that, and then again, we'll talk. Yeah. Um, but now I, I say it up front. Yeah. You know, to really let them know, hey, like, just because, you know, you see whatever on social media or on TV or you read something, like, you're coming in to do this particular, to play, to be a role player. Right. You know, and take a lot of pride in that. Right. You know, um, play your role, um, do your job, um, do it with pride. Right. You know, and then when you get past a certain time frame that we establish, you know, we'll, uh, We'll move you up and we'll move you around or we'll show you different things. But it's again, it's I have to know that you're going to buy in right. to our, and because it's not mine, it's our philosophy. Right. You know, that we that we um, have spent a lot, many years now, almost 10 years, mm -hmm. developing and, and uh, evolving. Right. You know, so I'm very protective of that. That's beautiful. And if I feel like you're not going to be in it long term, then, you know, I, I'd be happy to have you on that station for until you decide you're sick of it or whatever. Right. You know, but if you, um, it's all about your character. Mm -hmm. You know, I always tell people, cooking is the easy part. Yeah. Cooking's the, you know, it's, you know, an egg is an egg is an egg, and, mm -hmm. and, and we can argue all day long about, you know, how to cook this piece, this pheasant breast. Right. You know, but do you have character? Mm -hmm. You know, um, when no one's looking, what are you speaking? Yeah. When no one's looking, um, you know, um, how are you cooking? Those, that's what defines you um, as a chef. Right. You know, it's your character. Absolutely. You know, um, not not the Instagram post. Yeah. You know, not uh, not any of that. Yeah. You know, not not talking bad about the guy next to you or this guy or that guy. You know, um, it's it's what's in your heart. And, and when no one's looking or okay, no one's there to defend themselves, what are you saying? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think those are those defining moments um, of character that I can always tell how far someone's going to go. Right, right, right. You know, um, I've seen some tremendously, I'm talking outstandingly, Gifted, talented cooks. Right. I won't use the word chef because that's again, chef has a lot to do with character. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen raw talented, I'm not, and I'm not here to say anybody names. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, guys that just got it figured out. Yeah. You know, they can cook, and it's like a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. Character isn't there. Right. I can't get with that's, that. That's not that. They're you know? not able to make that next yeah. jump. Into, you know, um, into... I can't get with that. <clears throat> right. You know, good luck. Say what you want to say about me. That's fine. Right. You know, um, that doesn't define me. Right. You know, um, and it's 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 real though. It's tough because people don't understand how tough it is. Absolutely. You know, we talked about endure. Mm -hmm. um, you and I met twelve years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because we have similar thought processes, and now you know we're we're relatively successful. Yeah. You know, we're doing all right. You right. know, and I think we have some of those common character traits in place. Absolutely. And I've seen it from coast to coast. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I. That's for me. I can. What separates a cook from a chef is character. Yeah. And I feel like any sh true chef friend that I have anywhere in, the, anywhere in this world, mm -hmm. we have that in common. Yeah. Um, and the ones who I've met that perhaps were even more naturally gifted than me 10 years ago, mm -hmm. you know, um, they're, they're on that hamster wheel in the salmon. Right. You know, um, and uh, it's just funny. It's just, it's almost sad because you can't, you can't teach character. Yeah. You know, that, you know, you talk about, you know, your, your family. Mm -hmm. I spoke about my family. Right. You know, I think that helps to hone, you know, your character. And I think you can, it's not just in the chef industry. I think right. it's in any industry. Absolutely. Um, I think the common, um, the, 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 the parallels between people who are successful, they, 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 
they tend to have certain character traits right. that they share. And, I, and I've, I've seen that um, as I've been blessed to meet many successful people in different industries. Mm-hmm. And what I do is it's that common thread that we, that we tend to share. Right. Um, yeah, I think you said it beautifully right there, man. And, you know, what you look for in endurance, you know, and people that can endure, you know, like everybody just wants to look at the highlights, you know, or the beautiful plate, which you create beautiful art, by the way, which I want to get into. Um, but and they just look at that and they just want to do that. And it's like you have, like there's, this tells a story. And then you tell them, and then you tell, start, that's what I get upset about. Yeah. Then you tell them, hey, man, don't worry about that right now. Then you're hating on them. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you're just hating on me. You don't want to see me do my thing. And I'm like, no, dude, you're, 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 you're getting paid to do this. And if you can do that over a sustained amount of time, right. we can talk about these things. Exactly. You understand what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I always have to tell people, I'm like, I was 30. I was 30 years old, 3-0. Yeah. The first time I got any kind of press in anything, and it was a little quarter page snippet in Albuquerque Magazine. Thank you, Laurel. Thank you, Gina, right. um, for that. But I was 30 years old when I first got that. Wow. So what does that tell you? That I had spent many, many, many years just doing my job. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, then you got thrown a bone. Yeah. And, and I never even worried about that. Yeah. You know, um, when I, my, I got my first job in 1997 or something like that. I'm 15 right. years old. And, it, and, and I don't know about you, but in 97, I didn't know about any chefs anywhere. Right. You know, I just knew that I liked to cook. Right. You know, when I went to New York back in 2000... As a temp dishwasher, okay. I didn't. I couldn't tell you one celebrity chef. Mm-hmm. That's not. I was doing it because that's that's what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I tell them now, like, no, man, believe it or not, we're not hating on you. We're not trying to block your shine. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach you what it really takes, right? You know, by just enduring and, and and persevering and learning how to build character. And you know, I always tell people, hey, chef, my station's on point tonight. Right. I'm killing it. Wonderful. What about your teammate? If you're good to go, your mise en place is done, what about the guy next to you? Help him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're done early? You're cleaned up? Wonderful. Go, help the dishwasher. Right. Did the dishwasher eat tonight? Yeah. Feed him. Like, those are the things that are going to impress me. Absolutely. Right? Not I'm the fastest guy, you know, because at the end of the day, if we're going to get down to the brass tacks of it, mm-hmm. you're cooking my food. Yeah. You know, I, I created the dish. Absolutely. So that's wonderful. I'm happy you can execute my dish. Right. But can you help your teammate get out of the weeds? Exactly. You know, have you fed your dishwashers? You know, those are the, the lessons that I talk about a lot. Exactly. Almost so I'm blue in the face. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it probably turns many, many people off. That's okay. Yeah. You know, um, um, though, those that understand, will, again, will endure, um, and, and they understand the thought process behind it. And yeah. that's, that's how you realize sustained exactly. success. Uh, for somebody like me, um, you know, who's a, a brother in arms with you, is just, I, I feel like I can confide in you. Yeah. You know, in that sense, because yeah, I'm going through that. I, I go through that too. You know, and like all all the chefs out here that are on the same path or whatever. You know, it's it's great to. That's why I loved coming back here. Or whatever, because I knew there was uh, chefs like you, real strong, um, you know, passionate chefs that I can confide in. You know, and that uh, will help get me to that next level because I, I want to surround myself with those kind of chefs or whatever, and those kind of uh, people. You know, um, to to help see what level I can get to. You know and, and you're the kind of guy you have the character. Not to mention, you know, your food is just delicious. I mean, again, that's just, what that's a fact. Right. No one's going to sit here and argue about that. Your food is fantastic. Right. Um, but you have character. You know, you're personable. You're, you're animated. Um, you're, you're a people person. You're everything that I like to see uh, in, in a great chef. And I feel like, you know, um, 
I always aspire to be that way, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. it's I want people to understand at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're not saving lives. Right. You know, my wife does it. My wife's a nurse. Right. You know, um, we're, we're, we're cooking food. And, and, and what an honor. You know, I joke. I, I can't. I, I say a joke at work because I can't believe we get paid for this. Right. Like, we, like we should be in jail for, for, for grand larceny, <laughs> for taking paychecks. Absolutely. Because we're getting paid to feed people. Yeah, absolutely. Man. You know, yeah, so yeah. Um, that's why some of my desserts, you know, I tend to be playful with desserts. And I try to end it on a note where, you know what, we don't take ourselves that serious. Right. You know, we are just, we're feeding you, we're nourishing you, um, and, and there's that fun element to what we do as well, which I think is important, and you embody that, and I think that's, you know, it's, it's awesome. That's why, you know, if there's anything that I can ever do in any capacity, no matter how small it is, right. just to throw you a, a helping hand, you got it, man, because, awesome. you know, it's, we need more people like yourself um, that, that do it for the people. Absolutely. You know, you got to um, keep reaching back, pull somebody up, yeah. pull somebody else up with you. Absolutely. And that's uh, that's great, man. That's exactly why I came back and, and to give back to this city, you know, the city that raised me, the city that molded me, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed to be here with you, man. Um, I wanted to talk about your, your plating and your, you know, you, you have some of the most beautiful plates that I've ever seen. Like your artistic style of plating is like so beautiful. Like, have you, did you grow up as like an artist, like drawing and stuff like that? No, or? no, believe it or not, I have horrible <laughs> penmanship. Yeah. I, 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 I have horrible <laughs> yeah. penmanship. Yeah. Um, as I, through the process of, of going through the ranks from dishwashing to banquet prep, um, I, and I'm not even exaggerating, um, I, I've always looked at like the line cooks and like how they plate the food in the chef's specials. To me, it was almost like watching my favorite football player ever, Dan Marino, throw a touchdown pass. Yeah. That thing of beauty. Right. Um, and I didn't watch a lot. Right. I just watched a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was, when I was younger, Particularly back in New York, I was that guy who would stay late, not get paid, just to watch. Yeah. Um, and it was like, to me, it was like magic. Yeah. Um, so when I had an opportunity to start developing specials, when I moved to Scottsdale and I was working at Eagle Mountain, you know, um, I felt like um, I had ideas because mm-hmm. I had to watch a lot. Um, I had, when I left New York, you know, um, I, I had, I, I was doing some league banquet stuff. So I kind of felt like I had some things that, that I had a chance not to be able to showcase. Right. Um, and I, I just always, when I when I look at that plate, um, I'm just very respectful of, of, of the plate. Right. Um, and I have this idea, and uh, and I want to make it beautiful, especially because I know how good it's going to taste. Yeah. You know, because of the flavors that I that I feel like I introduced to, you know, whether it be a, a vegetable or a piece of meat, uh, a potato. Um, so. There was, there was one dish that I remember that, that um, in particular, you did one where it was like taste of spring or something, and you had like uh, shishito peppers kind of laid out. Like every yeah. ingredient was kind of like laid out, right? Yeah, Do you right. remember that one? And then wasn't there like a blue sauce on there or something? Was there, I, I remember there being like some sort of like blue gel or some sort of stuff. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm wrong. There's been a couple of times that we've that we've done. You know, um, I, I I I've done the the blueberry gel. Okay. With um, I've done it with elk. Oh. Nice. I've done it with lamb. Yeah. I mean, uh, right now we're doing a pickled blueberry demi. Oh wow. With, um, uh, that's just phenomenal. Yeah. Are you wondering how I got it blue? Um, <laughs> maybe. Well, I mean, there, 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 there's a couple of ways to go about doing it. Uh huh. Um, but really, it's um, you learn you learn about those refined techniques, you know, um, and how to use 
three or four different powders to get a different reaction. Oh, okay. Um, how acidity plays into that. Yeah. There's a thousand ways to do it. Um, but the plating of the dish, though, anybody who, who's ever worked with me or for me will tell you this. I don't even know what I'm going to do yeah. until I walk into the kitchen for plating. Um, I've always done it that way. Yeah. I just don't know what – I don't know. Yeah. When I have the components in front of me, mm-hmm. um, that's when I do it. And I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Um, that's something that I have fun doing. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it tests myself where I'm able to prove to myself, I have the dish thought out and now it's time to plate and I put it together. Um, and a lot of the times, uh, I'm able to nail it on the first time. Well, a lot of a lot of that, you know, plays off of emotions, which changes daily. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of the the vibrations that you're going through, or whatever. It's you funny know. you mentioned that we just did a photo shoot last Friday. Yeah. Um, and we did 14 dishes. Yeah. Um, and I got the pictures back. I show them to you when we're done here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got the pictures back from from Joshua yesterday. Oh wow. And uh, I'm going, oh wow, I did that. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're like, yeah, you were just in the zone. Yeah, yeah. And uh. Because I don't like to do two or three takes. I, I want I want that plate to capture whatever was in my heart, right. on my mind, um, in that moment. Um, and I, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, just the raw and organic. And this is this is me. This is what I'm feeling. This is yeah. here. It is. Just boom. Just kind of riffing. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, you know, many 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 times, you know, uh, um, it, it probably looks like crap, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that, that's all right. But I I, I go with it. I, I let it happen organically. Right. And I, I back away, and that that's what we're gonna go with. Right. Um, and then I think sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll roll a menu out and then three weeks in, I might be able to say, after seeing the dish go out 80 times, we're going to tighten this up right. or we're going to strain the sauce one more time. Or, you know, um, if it needs to be more redder, you know, you know, go grab this cherry or go grab that and puree it with this, you know, cool it down, add it to that. And again, that's how you're able to make colors, right. you know, shine or, or dull out. Sometimes you want to have a duller color, more of a matte color. Right. Um, but again, all those finite details just come with years in and years out of constantly researching and studying other chefs. You know, yesterday right. at the local Hero Awards, when I when I was talking and I and I got my award, you know, the first thing I said was I acknowledge who was in the room because I again it's about being real. Mm-hmm. Chef Mark Kiffin is sitting in the room, right? A local Hero Best Chef Santa Fe, Josh Gerwin, a Best Restaurant uh, uh, a Santa Fe, a Gastropub, Doctor Phil Goods. Right. Those are two chefs that when I got out here in 07, when I met you, and I'm trying to find my way, I was looking at what they were doing. Yeah. I'm looking at Mark Kiffin's menu at the compound. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, when Josh was at Casa Vieja, I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. You know, and on my date nights, we would go to the restaurants. You know, so I have no problem saying, you know, I look at people who I think are better than me. Yeah. And I look at them in an, in an admirable way. Like, wow, you're better than me. I'm going to study you, mm-hmm. and um, I'm being inspired by what you're doing. Right. Um, and I've done that now, and um, I, I have a, a library in my house mm-hmm. <laughs> with over a thousand books in it. Right. I mean, literally, wow. I have I have I have wall to wall books. You pick a country, I, I can tell you a book that I have. The chef, where he's from, what he's doing, why he's doing it. Right. I mean, I'd be even even because some of them are from are from Asia. Right. And they're in they're in Japanese. Right. Or and I can't read the print. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the picture and I'm drawn, wow, yeah. you know, or I'm, I'm reading uh, Fabian from Magnus Nielsen in, in Sweden. Right. And I'm just so blown away by what he's doing right. um, that I'm inspired and I draw from that, Absolutely. you know, and, and, I, and I don't have a problem saying that, you yeah. know, it's, I'm inspired no, it's... by greatness and I, and I want to, if you're better than me, wonderful. I honor you. 
I want to get to know you. I want to know how you think because I want to figure out if I can take away 1% of what you know and somehow integrate that and, and warp it into what I do. Right. Well, then you helped me. You taught me. Right. Um, and I'm just very thankful to all those chefs out there um, that have inspired me to go buy their literature, to, to stalk them on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, to look at their social media, to eat at the restaurants when I travel. You know, when I went to Chicago last time, I finally went to the publican. And, you know, they, if you know about the publican, they, there's not an award they don't have. You know, they're there, many of them. Right. And I ate the food, and it was like, I was like, holy shit, Lisa. I get it. Yeah. You know, um, I'm tasting I'm tasting all these flavors, and the food is so beautiful, but it tasted even better. And I'm like, that's the ticket. Like, I, I, I know that. I, I, I feel like I'm almost like eating food that I would cook. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, wow, once again, like, you, you know, you go to one of these world-renowned restaurants and you actually eat the food that looks so beautiful and you immediately, you get it. Yeah. Um, and to me, that is magic. Right. Um, I think that's, uh, you, you said it beautifully. And, um, you know, another reason why I wanted to come help, you know, support you guys and, and everybody out here, because, uh, you know, we do come from humble beginnings, so we do need... Some, you know, we need that balance of, of praise, too, you know, where, where it's due. We don't need people to hate on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to have respect, mutual respect as chefs mm-hmm. when somebody's doing something good to help boost us up. Because that boost carries us over into the next day, which hopefully keeps us motivated and positive to be able to, when that opportunity comes along, to put out a cookbook or whatever, you know, and show, showcase ourselves that we're able to do so and do it, do it um, confidently. You know, so then we can continue to inspire and continue passing on what's been given to us, you know. I'm looking forward for the day that when your cookbook comes out, you know, and seeing, seeing uh, you know, all the beautiful art just in one, one place, you know, because it's amazing. Um, I'm imagining, <laughs> when you say you have a thousand cookbooks, you know, I'm imagining, yeah, more than a thousand cookbooks. I'm imagining, uh, you know, like you got your walk-in closet and it's all cookbooks and then you've got your ladies and it's all shoes, you know, and then you guys, like, She's got a shoe budget for the month or for the week or whatever, and you got your. No, it's funny. We we have um. You got your cookbook um, budget. So the, the, we share the walk-in closet, but it's, I have a man cave. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And and my man cave is it has two themes. Yeah. Uh, culinary and Miami Dolphins. Oh, that's it. So uh, Lisa and the boys actually for Father's Day a few years back they made me these bookshelves that are um, handcrafted and they're Miami Dolphin colors. Oh, that's awesome. And they're just stocked with my books. Yeah. Um, anyone bits my house, they they're like they just lost in my man cave. Look at the books that I got. Yeah. Just, you know, I, uh, you know, I don't go on Amazon. You know, I, I buy from a, um, a place called Kitchen Arts and Letters in Manhattan. Okay. And uh, man, they have everything yeah. there. And uh, and I learned how to find, you know, th- those books that are, you know, I don't even know how to, and that's okay. I don't even want to know how to read it. Right. You know, I just want to look at it and like just be somehow spiritually drawn to what that chef did. And I and I've also learned how to translate now and and and, and figure the recipe out and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's just about. I mean, no one knows it all. You know, I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, I'm just, a long way to you go. know, I, I, and I have that approach every day, yeah. you know, and, and I really believe that that's um, a huge factor um, in, in the success that I have realized Absolutely. is I'm never not pursuing uh, further education mm-hmm. or looking at somebody, again, who is least better than me and first and foremost acknowledging that they're better than me. Right. And, and studying them, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm, I'm always self-educating myself and then passing that on to the staff. Um, 
what so so you won uh best chef voted best chef albuquerque uh right edible is that right edible magazine? yeah um, edible new mexico edible new mexico last year you won uh best chef of new mexico by the n the nmra nmra yeah um so once you win an accolade like that then what's next for you like what I don't, you know, I don't, I don't go out to, to, to win these accolades. To be honest with you, uh-huh. um, I, I do a lot of work. Uh, just a lot of work in the community. Yeah. You know, um, I'm a big believer in that. You know, I don't have to go post every time I help somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's exploitation in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think sometimes it's actually self-serving. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't always go out there, you know, and, and but and and talk about exactly what I'm doing. I do a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm talking like you know. Um, Going into halfway houses, going into the prisons, yeah. um, and, and 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 doing work like that, um, mm-hmm. and, and helping those in real need, um, and a lot of things that I, I do, I'm sure you hear about. Um, I do it because I just want, I want to help. Yeah, you know, um, a, a lot of people, a lot of things have gone my way. Right. A lot of people have been critical in in uh, in my development, and I just want to be able to help. So, um, you know, those. You know, winning stuff for the year last year, you know, what was special um, because I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, that night, you know, when, when, when you go and, and, and they said my name, I was just blown away. Um, and, uh, you know, winning Local Hero Best Chef, uh, again, which is really an award about the community. Yeah. Um, especially because, you know, it, it means that a state that I'm so passionate about, New Mexico. Yeah. You know, when I, when I really started cooking here back in 07... Has they they've really embraced me? Um, they've supported the restaurants that I've worked at, um, and um, and I think when it's time to recognize um, their favorites, you know, I, I tend to pop up a lot, yeah. um, and I'm thankful because really what I do is just um, I just want to feed them, you know. Yeah. Um, I want them to enjoy what I'm doing, and I want to be out there and and and, and helping those in need mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can. You know, I, I will say yes every single time. Um, and then I get, you know, I, I'll, I'll go back and I'll, and I'll just do it routinely. Um, so, you know, the, the awards are great. Uh, I'm very, very, very humble and thankful. Um, but they're really about the community. Yeah. You know, it's the community's award. Absolutely. You know, um, it's, 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 they're, it's they're just speaking what's on their mind. Right. Um, and, and again, uh, between the community and the team that I work for, that, that works for me, mm-hmm. um, it's, that's the ticket. You yeah. know, my loving family. Um, going, like, you know, going on ten years of marriage now. Right. You know, um, I've never got my balls busted about me having to work too much, yeah. or me say, "Hey, you know what? On my day off, I'm going to go help out this organization, mm-hmm. or I'm going to go cook over here for these people." And let me tell you, a lot, a lot, the majority of those things doesn't come with any extra pay or right. anything. It's, yeah. it's 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 above and beyond what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, and the support that I get at home. Um, it, it puts me in a spot where, you know, I can be um, spread out more yeah. and do those things. And I'm very thankful for that. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think that's amazing, man, to, to have somebody in your life like that. Because, um, yeah, I, I wanted to touch on that about um, uh, relationships in the industry and, like, how there's, there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's like a high turnover, you know, like a divorce and, and breakups and stuff like that because of how much we work and how focused we are and, and to have somebody who understands what we're going through is very hard to find. Like, how did you find uh, Lisa? We met when I first came up. I was 13 years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, we no met way. right here at Washington Middle School. Oh, wow. Uh, and we were really good friends. Yeah. Um, 
You know, we're really good. I got the biggest crush on her. Yeah. Um, I still do. Oh, my God. And um, I went to Albuquerque High. She yeah. went to Rio Grande. And we uh, we knew each other. You know, we're, um, we're, we we had one on different paths in life. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Hawaii, that's why I came back. Um, yeah. You know, I was in Hawaii. And I'm working out there for um, for a small little French bistro on Kona. Yeah. And her and I are talking on MySpace. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... You know, I wanted in, yeah. you know, um, and I came back to New Mexico and I got back here in April of 07. Wow. And um, as you all know, you know, uh, that you, you were in the first kitchen that I worked in when I came back. Mm-hmm. And, um, the road, that's what I was saying. I just wish people would look behind, you know, I would try to tell people, you know, don't forget social media, mm-hmm. forget all, forget the magazines. Because yeah, yeah. that's not even like, like that's all happened as a result of compounded year in and year out mm-hmm. um but there's so much more to me yeah you know um and, and all you got to do is ask yeah exactly you know don't assume and ask yeah you know um and if you don't ask and you assume with them you know why shame on you exactly you know um yeah. but if, if you just sit with me and you ask then i'll tell you but i mean if, if you just assume then, then I'm, not, I'm not even gonna talk to you okay? so so one of the things that i hated being asked when i was out in california is is uh, you know, like, what are you? You know, like they wanted to know what, like, what ethnicity I was. I would say I'm, I'm New Mexican. You know, and, and they're like, you know, so you're Mexican. And then <laughs> it just, just the question alone is like, they want to label you. Like, you know, yeah. like I feel like it's very labeling. I'm like, don't worry about what I am. Just ask me. Mm-hmm. Just talk to me. Just talk to me about anything, whatever. Because I'm more complex than whatever you want to label me as. You know, like there, there is no label that can define me. You know what I'm saying? And so the only thing that can break that down is just a conversation. You know, you actually getting to know me and seeing what I'm about. You know, because I have a lot of different uh, things that that uh, contributed to, to building me to who I am. You know? um, when you were out in Hawaii, I didn't know you were out in Hawaii. I, uh, I, I was out in Honolulu uh, probably after, definitely not at the same time you were there. Uh, but um, to, like they thought I was a local there. They yeah, thought, I yeah, can yeah. See that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they definitely like. I was getting talked to, like I was getting asked by tourists. You know, hey, hey, how do you get here? How do you... I have no you idea. as good as mine. I have no <laughs> idea. You know, <laughs> like, what's up with your accent, bro? You know, <laughs> why you talk so funny, bro? I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> not from here. <laughs> you know, uh, how, what was your experience like out there? Um, uh, interesting. You know, yeah. I was on Kona, which is okay. not, which is not Oahu. Yeah, uh, it's a country, right? You know, so. Uh, it, it was, uh, I met some really, really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to know um, a whole lot more than I ever thought I knew about fish. Yeah. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, different spices and uh, ways how to integrate their ingredients into what I do. So I'm thankful for that. Um, but I got to tell you, you know, it was tough because um, it, it's just, it's country. Yeah. And uh, at, at least where I was working at and what the, what the chef and owner was trying to do um, it was really hard to get to get a team together um, that was all bought in. Right. Because um, at the time, I don't know about now, but Kona had one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country. Oh, wow. Um, and it had, like, the highest high school dropout rate. Oh, wow. So if you were, do the math on that. Yeah. You know, so basically the mentality that I experienced was, well, then, you know, screw you. I'll go walk across the street and walk and work. Yeah. You know so what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, so it's just... I always tell people, you know, my personal experience in whole beautiful country, beautiful people. Um, the, the working experience was was, was, was was challenging. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my experience, I actually I saw a lot of similarities 
um, of the culture and like the pride and culture, uh, the people, you know, and they're just, they're so proud of their food and, and everything out there. Um, and kind of how everybody's family it reminded me a lot about Albuquerque. And then also that it's, it's kind of like a, a melting pot in its own way uh, where it, it has all these, these influences that have come, but then quickly gone, you know, so like somebody has come and sprinkled something and then left. You know, and so there. I remember my neighbor. Um, the first time I ever had kompachi. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, what a fish. Yeah. Um, I never knew what it was. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, this is this is, this is Kona kompachi. He tells me, and uh, he has it wrapped in foil, on the grill, and he kept like poking holes in the foil, and like just like dousing it with like this like shoyu, mm-hmm. and uh, and like fresh lime. Yeah. And uh, the fish was just delicious, man. Yeah. Um, and he would take it out of that foil and then he'd kiss it on the grill. And uh, the, the fish would come out kind of mangled. Yeah. You know, because it was just the way the way you had it wrapped up, and it was just kind of like a labor of love thing. Yeah. Right. But we put it in your mouth, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, and again, you know, just learning those little techniques, those nuances about cooking um, was pretty awesome. That, that was cool. Yeah, you know, the, the, the culture out there and, and, the, and the people of the island, special. special. Right. Absolutely. Um, what, um, you know, we talked a little bit about music. Um, you know, what what style of, what music do you listen to in the kitchen? I, I personally know. <laughs> but you got to let everybody else well, salsa know. Salsa music. Yeah, you know, of course, um, man. Um, being Puerto Rican, you know, salsa music is, it's, it's, I'm kind of known for this. You know, I, yeah, it's, yeah. That's what I love. It's in my blood. I personally remember when we were at the whiskey and you actually used your neck as, as, a, as a drum and you was like, ah, la, 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 banda. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you, and uh, I carry that with me, that memory with me for so long or whatever. But uh, but you're absolutely right, man. Like um, listening to music in the kitchen over here, I listen to lowrider oldies, you know, oh, funk nice. music. I listen to James Brown. Yeah. You know, James Brown was the first concert that I ever went to out here, the very first concert that I ever went to. And uh, funk plays a lot uh, in my food or whatever in my style. You know, it's very uh, just I riff. You know, it's just there's no like how you said you just go in and you just you just cook. You know, like the same thing, you know, just, uh, I just know what I can do. I'm just going to go in there and do it, you know, and then just the different elements of the day, you know, the, the, the stuff that I have no control over, I'm just going to just bounce back off of that, you know, and just kind of use it to my advantage, you know, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what makes your food so delicious and so vibrant and so beautiful, you know, and just tells a story um, of your food, you know, which is another reason. I think when you come out with a cookbook, it's got to come with it like a, a CD, you know, and you play it's a good it. Idea. If you play it while you <laughs> you listen to the CD while you go through the book, man, because I think it's gonna wow, it's gonna really idea. really yeah. pick it up. Hell yeah, man. Um, so, any thoughts of ever like opening up just your own personal spot or? Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, no rush. Yeah. No rush at all. Um, you know, I have a great job, and you know, again, I like stability. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how we're we're able to evolve and be hyper seasonal. Um, and have such an influence in the community statewide. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and as I've grown and, and I've taken on a lot of consulting work on the side, um, I almost feel like I know too much. I, I'm like an insider. Yeah. And I know how hard it is. I know how small the margins are. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, having a family, you know, having three boys, um, they come first. Yeah, absolutely. And their and their uh, lifestyle comes first before mine. So um, I feel like when 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 that time is right, God will bestow it upon me. Right. Um, and that's what's in the cards for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to chase it. Right. Um, I'm not going to take a, a, a sloppy risk mm-hmm. to do it. Um, 
because there, there's um, there's bigger things at stake. Right. Again, that's the livelihood of my three, you know, my three boys and my wife. Right. Um, so, um, and I'm okay with that. Absolutely. You know, but do I have some plans? Um, yeah. You mm -hmm. know, of course. And, I, and I've, I've many gracious people ha have offered to, um, to to get behind me and all that, but it's just not. It's just not. It's just not time yet. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely respect that a, a whole lot. You know, and uh, you know, that's that's one element um, that I don't have is is the family aspect you know I'm, I'm solo and so um, that's kind of how I'm able to to just kind of like just pick up and do do something you know just kind of hustle and grind or whatever but you're absolutely right you know something stable especially when you have that much invested and at stake you know you definitely want um, something like that um, I know personally I've seen other chefs you know and, and how they get beat down by the monotony of things like that you know um, and that they're they're, you almost see them like dying inside of like they need they need something some sort of a spark you know uh, what would you say to them about like how to 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 cope with you know kind of how it can be of uh, you know dealing with that size of staff and um, you know serving that many people you know and kind of those expectations that come with with a uh, you know uh, a position like you have well that's a very very uh, um, tough question. Yeah, sorry, I did. That's a deep one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, again, because I know, um, I know how I know how blessed that I've been. Yeah. Um, and and, uh, and it hasn't come without struggles. Mm -hmm. You know, many, many, many. I mean, insane amount of struggles. Um, but I but I will say this. You know, the the advice that I would give them is to. Um, this, this is it's not to be controversial, you know, but I'm, but I'm going to say, you know, are you doing it for the right reasons? Mm -hmm. You know, because um, if you are, you know, you shouldn't be almost done. Yeah. You know, um, you should be able to find some kind of peace within that chaos right. that you're experiencing. Um, and that's a deep question, but that's, again, you know, I dug deep for that answer because that's just the truth. You know, I, yeah. I know, um, you know, on my, heck, I, I remember when I was in Santa Fe, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and Christ, you know, I mean, exec chef of the Inaspaloretto for a historic property. Boy, was I so thankful for the time I spent up there. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I was commuting every day. Yeah. I live in the South Valley. It was 73.5 miles. Yeah. You know, people just I think, oh, Santa Fe, 45 minutes. Well, depending on where you're at. <laughs> for me, it was an hour and 15 each way, minimum. Yeah. That's with no traffic. Um, so that amongst just the size of the job, um, the expectations of, of running a property of that, you know, prestige um, can, can really, um, you can have very tough days. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the drive back down that hill um, was challenging and, and you really having to dig deep to find your why. Right. Um, but I was always able to find my why right away. Yeah, yeah. You know, I talk myself off that ledge. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, look at my phone, you know, and, and, and see a picture of my, uh, you, know, my you know, my family. Right. Constant and, reminders. You know, of where I come from. You know, smelling my mom's food. Um, reminding myself, wow, you know, like, today I happen to cook for the Huffington Post today or something like that. Like, or last month. Or, you know, I'm going to be traveling to New York to cook on Food Network next month. Or just different things like that that I would talk, you know what, it ain't that bad, man. Right. You know, um, and I always just went back to the, the my why's. My, my why's, plural, because there's, there's, there's more than just one. Right. And, um... That's the advice that I would give them is find your why. Because if, if, if you're if you're that beat up, um, 
and again, not to be um, uh, tough, but again, that's just how I am. You know, yeah. it's, you know, look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you in that situation? Right. You know, um, where's your thought process at? You know, um, that's what I, again, I, I tend to, I tend to be a problem solver. Yeah. You know, especially being, doing consulting work a lot. Right. Is, um, well, let me see your menus. Yeah, you know, yeah. who's on your staff? You know, when was your last menu rollout? Did you run a special? I mean, like, what are you doing to, 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 to water your own grass? Right. Yeah. You know, to keep yourself fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would probably ask probing questions to figure out why they're in that state of despair. Right, right, right. That's awesome. No, that was a great answer, man. Exactly what I was looking for. Absolutely. We all got to find kind of just that happiness in, in just the everyday, you know, like uh, happiness is free, you know, and it's just a state of mind of what you want to put yourself into. You, know? you really need to, yeah, ask yourself what makes you happy. And Energy to choice. Yeah, and it's, it, like, that negativity or whatever that, that you have or whatever and that you're holding on to, that, that can be contagious and, and kind of toxic to whatever other family environment or work environment that you have. So it's best to just get out of that if that's what what the issue is. You've got to find where the cancer is and clip it, you know, and, and get yourself to a happy place, you know, so we can um, just continue to build others up around us, you know, and keep a positive world. You know? What's helped me out a lot with that, um, Don, to be honest with you, is, um, is the running now. Yeah. You know, it has really... Um, taught me to slow down and to really be more analytical yeah. to be more thoughtful um, and, and again to pull to pull that mirror out yeah. you know and look at myself and say are you doing enough yeah. you know um, what what more can you do what can you do differently right um, I, I think those are um, critical and again as you get older for me being 37 years old yeah. now I can tell you uh, um, your health your physical state mm-hmm. is <laughs> I mean, that's that's probably more important than anything. Absolutely. You know, give yourself a chance. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if you have if you have all these bad habits, you know, um, and you're not you're not really fit, and and and, and then you and then you're having to work sixty seven hours a week, yeah. but then you know what? I can tell you exactly why you're in that state. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, absolutely. drink more water. Let's start with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it sounds funny, but like it's no, true. Yeah. it's true. It's so true. Very true. Man. Very true. Plays a huge part. Um, so I wanted to get into. Um, you know, maybe a, a quick little like lightning round mm-hmm. with you. Just okay. kind of ask you uh, All right. a couple questions or whatever. And you just give me the first answer that comes to your mind. Um, let's see. So, what would you say is your artistic style slash slash message through your food? Like, do you, is there like so is there a direction that you're going with it? Like fine dining, or just what's your message that you every plate has? Fresh, be fresh, be fresh. You know, okay. and 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 that can mean so many different things, right? Be seasonal, um, be in the moment. You know, fresh could be getting out of the shower. Okay. You know, just I like to use that word fresh. Right. You know, um, be um, be fresh and um, be spontaneous. Very good. Uh, who's your favorite chef? Um, Alex Atala uh, um, from uh, Brazil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great chef. Yeah. Get his cookbook, D-O-M. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's insane. This guy out there is doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going into the jungle. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I, I, yeah, I, I um, him and Magnus Nielsen um, up in northern Sweden, right? And Fabi Ken are just two guys that I'm, I look at as, you know, really guys that are just. I mean, there's a box, and they're like so far away from that box that I can you can't even find it. Absolutely, and I love that. Absolutely. Uh, what's your favorite piece of uh, kitchen equipment? The spoon, the spoon, spoon. because um, it's just a spoon's an opportunity. Okay. You know, um, from plating to cooking to basting to tasting. Uh, uh, directing, right. you know, dancing, a spoon, you know, um, so much can happen with a spoon in your hand. Right. Absolutely. Okay. I think, yeah. Uh, what was 
What's the funniest complaint you ever received from a guest? Well, you know, when I was when I was in Australia, you know, this is how it came out, and I'm going, well, that's man, that's wonderful, and I want to make you happy. And I only, I, I think I made Australia up. You pick a country, but you yeah, know what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Um, like, 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 no, like I'm, I'm not that guy in Hong Kong that you know that, that that's right. giving me noodles today. You know, yeah. um, this is my rendition. Um, and I, I do want to add to that. I want to add a caveat to that is that you know I'm all about the guests. And trust me, I am. I, I we are all about the guest experience. It starts and ends with them. Absolutely. Period. Right. Um, but to answer your question, um, you know, I'm always like, you know, I, I hear that, and I'm like, you know, I'm, in the back of my mind, you know, I'm, I'm laughing, and I'm, I'm going, well, you know, um, I we are so far away from Tokyo, yeah, you know, or or, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, um, but I got you, you know. I, I, I'll try this differently, or what can I get you? Right. Um, I, I never ever get irritated by guest requests. Right. Um, That's great. I, I had I had one guest um, say, "Yeah, my calamari tastes like squid." Oh boy! And I, <laughs> I was like, "Well, wow. I don't know how to answer that." You know, you know, I'll tell you what. True? what the, not to sidebar. You know what pisses me off though um, is when I go in a restaurant um, and it'll say, "Please, no substitutions," and I'm going, "Holy shit, you're that good!" Yeah, you're. I mean, you're just. You're. I mean, you are. You are just the cow that eats the cabbage. Yeah. That you got to tell them that, you know, you got it all figured out. <laughs> that they can't say, can I have this or have that. Right. You know, shame on you. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's always been offensive to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say, if this is my menu, you know, I, I tried really hard. But if you don't want that and you want spaghetti and meatballs, I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, you want eggs, you know, for, for dinner, I got you. Like, yeah, yeah. L- let's, let's take care of you. Because, again, what did I say earlier? Food is subjective. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, there's no one who's right and no one who's wrong, period. Right. You know, um, and you got to put the guests for, if they made a choice to go into your restaurant, who the hell are you? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they drove there, they parked their car, they walked in, they sat down, and they just asked you if they can have, if they can sub out the Brussels sprouts for the asparagus. Yeah. You know, like, why is that offending you? Right. You know, right. get off your high horse. Exactly. You know, I'm sorry, man, but that, that really gets yeah. under my skin yeah. is chefs that have that thought process. Absolutely. You know, check yourself. You ain't yeah, that good, bro. Right. No, I think that's great. Um, so what do you cook better than anybody else in Albuquerque? Oh, man. You know, I don't think I'm better than anybody. You know. Um, if you had to do that. I, had, I know, but really, I mean, it's I, – <laughs> I would say um, – because, again, it's, it, competing is so – and I've done a lot of competing. It's so it's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Um, circumstances playing to, I mean, and the subjectivity of it. Right. Um, you just never know how it's going to go. Right. You know. But what I will say is this: um, there's a couple of things that you know. It's I feel like would be really tough to beat. Okay. You know, um, my pork belly dish. Yeah. You know, um, which I've had now with me for nine years. Mm-hmm. I mean, every menu I've had, that's a signature dish on the menu. Right. Uh, the Chilean sea bass that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna say this one thing though, I would say I I, I would wish you all the luck in the world, uh, putting out a better dish of mine than my patatas bravas, my Spanish fiery potatoes. The way the way we confit them, the way we cool them down, the way we fortify it, the way right. we fry it again, and then we hit it with the aromatics. Um, I would wish you a lot of luck in, yeah. in, in putting out a better uh, <laughs> dish than that. Right. Um, if it's just potatoes. Right. And I love that. You know, it's um, it's a menu. It's a six dollar item on the menu. Right. But I. I raise the most hell, and anyone will tell you that the hotel over those potatoes. Oh yeah, you know I, I do believe that the little things define, Absolutely. you know, a, a chef's true skill set. Absolutely, you know, and the respect he has for ingredients. Absolutely. the humble potato. Um, 
very much yeah. very much so man. Uh, I was actually going to bring that one up because when I went to your restaurant I had those potatoes and they were so amazing <laughs> I, wanted, I just wanted another bowl of them I just want that with everything you know like that's you got to bring those over to like a Super Bowl party or something you know um, and then of course you know red or green oh wow red red, red chili and who has the best red chili here in Albuquerque or New Mexico I mean you're, you know you've been up in Santa Fe god the best red chili gotta be it gotta be um oh man i don't want to offend anybody here. <laughs> a lot of friends out there you know um the very best red chili that i that i've ever had and, and i'm just gonna you know be honest about it here um it is what it is yeah um el paragua en español oh, okay el paragua they're the parent company of el parasol the taco shop oh I, yeah again uh uh Gosh, those they, are some amazing. Yeah, tacos, amazing, man. and and they do what they do. You know, yeah. they're not they're not innovative like you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you're ever changing. They're no, no, you know they're classic. This is what we do. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, but the red chili yeah, that I bought there um, that I had it was like, put it this way, I, I always thought that I had an idea of what New Mexican food was. Right. Um, I thought I've, I thought I felt like I'm trained on it. I understand it. I've cooked with it, and then I ate at El Paragua and Española, and I felt like I was just taken to school. Right. And what New Mexican cuisine really is. Oh, wow. Um, and I will always give them, I will take my hat off and just get on my knees and say, you are the best. Um, and that's uh, El Baragua? Yeah, Baragua. B-A-R-R? Um, no, P-A-R-A. Oh, pa- Paragua. 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 Yeah. Okay, P-A-R-A-G-U-A. nice. P-A-R-A-G-U-A. Yeah. You guys heard it here. El Paragua in Española. And anything uh, on their menu yeah, yeah. is just ridiculous. Um, I'm going there. I'm, but I'm, their I'm flavors, um, the way their techniques... Um, yeah, wow, I kind of want to get my car now and, you know, to drive up there because it's, yeah. worth, it's worth every mile you drive, man. That's what's up. It's unbelievable. That's awesome. Um, well, you know, I definitely don't want to keep you, you know, uh, this has been an amazing conversation. I know, you know, we could keep going yeah, and keep going, sure. you know, and, and, you know, so we'll save that for another episode. But um, this is the Let's Taco About It uh, podcast. So, of course, we got to bring tacos up. Um, if you were a taco, what kind of taco would you be? You mean the ingredients that would be a taco? Yeah. Or, you know, like... I'd be a fried chicken taco. A fried chicken taco. Yeah. Okay. Nice. You know, um, and they'll probably I have different ideas of what I would do, but definitely be a fried chicken taco. Okay, awesome. Well, me and you, we're going to get in the kitchen. We're going uh, yeah, to cook up right. cook up a little taco. Uh, what I'd like to do is uh, then to feature that taco on the menu for the week, and I want to give uh, all the proceeds to a uh, charity of your choice. You know, um, do you know which charity you have in mind? Absolutely. Yeah. Young Children's Health Center. Young Children's Health Center. Yep. You got it, bud. So, uh, so we're going to record that, and you guys can probably catch that on YouTube um, soon after this airs. Uh, but, yeah, me and Mark, we're done talking. Time to get to cooking. Thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you, Mark. Thank for, you. For being a guest, man. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, so inspirational and so uh, so inspiring. Uh, I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm blessed to have you as a friend Likewise, and man. as a brother in arms. Big fan of yours. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you.